You're tuned in to Atlanta Fringe Audio, the podcasting network of the Atlanta Fringe Festival. Want to win a couple of free tickets to the Atlanta Fringe Festival June 5th through 11th? Enjoy Fringe Audio and fill out the Fringe Audio crossword puzzle. It's that easy. 10 winners will be selected. Check out the description box for all the details or visit atlantafringe.org fringe dash audio. Now for the show. It's for general audiences. It may contain mild language, but has no overt violent or sexual content. Hattie and Gretchen. An audio play written and performed by Zoe Rose and Jonna DeMilo for the Atlanta Fringe Audio. Dear distinguished guest, the Roosevelt Museum of Modern Art and the Vanderkamp family invite you to Under the Microscope, Art Close Up a benefit gala in honor of the great contributions made to science by Myrtle and Douglas Vanderkamp, and the unveiling of the newest Vanderkamp wing of the Roosevelt Museum. All proceeds go towards the Vanderkamp Children's Foundation, an organization dedicated to providing opportunities, housing, and resources to parentless youth. Monday, April 28th, cocktails at 5 o'clock, dinner and live auction at 7 o'clock. At the Vanderkamp Family Estate, Mornington Manor, 500 Hummingbird Way. $200 per person. Sponsorships available starting at $5,000. Corporate and personal checks accepted. Make checks payable to the Vanderkamp Children's Foundation. See reverse to learn more about the Vanderkamp's remarkable scientific innovations. Myrtle and Douglas Vanderkamp received their PhDs in organic chemistry from Harvard's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. Their primary goal was to provide future scholars with the tools necessary for sustainable advancement in the scientific arts. After decades of tenuous research and development, the Vanderkamps introduced their first utilitarian invention, a biodegradable pipette. Though the first venture proved unsuccessful for the Vanderkamps, the pipette unfortunately had to be recalled upon the discovery that it was prematurely biodegrading in the hands of chemists. The Vanderkamps recognized that this was the cost of progress. Success would come for the scientific duo in the form of another vessel, one the scientific community has come to rely on, the VDC Beaker, a revolutionary product for its ability to change color depending on the temperature of the liquid inside. This product's use lay outside the realm of commercial laboratories. It soon became invaluable to science teachers and students of science across the world. In 1984, the technology was repurposed for use in novelty, color-changing mugs, earning the Vanderkamps their fortune and fame. Tragically, the world would never come to know another ingenious invention from the pair. While traveling to the remote island Institute of Temperature in Antarctica to give a lecture, their ship was attacked by the dreaded pirate Barthi the Mean and his crew. Locals informed authorities that Barthi and his crew were known to feast on their victims, 
and that a search party would be expensive and hazardous, as the southern ocean waves are treacherous. Upon their disappearance, their estate was left in the hands of Julian Vanderkamp, brother of Douglas. Today, the Vanderkamp name lives on in their daughters, Hattie and Gretchen, whose philanthropy continues the family legacy of dedication towards the advancement of scientific education. Dear sister, I have put the gala invitations in the mail and have begun to receive RSVPs. I do wish we had put your address as the RSVP instead of mine because Anne has been eagerly awaiting acceptance letters from the school she has applied to, but it is no matter. She has already been accepted into Princeton, her safety school, but we are still waiting to hear back from Dartmouth and Yale. I'll never know why she didn't want to apply to Brown and follow in my footsteps. I guess this is the teen rebellion I've heard so much about. At least it only has to do with which Ivy she'll choose and not something more wretched, like the kinds of things I remember you getting caught up in at her age. Wasn't it at 16 that you took out Uncle Julian's new Mercedes without asking? You didn't even have your proper license yet. Hattie, Hattie, please don't tell Uncle. That's what you said to me when you came home. As if I needed to tell him what had happened when there was a huge crumpled up dent in the front of the car and the ornament completely fallen off the front bumper. Poor Gretchen, always just a little too young for what all the big kids are doing. Whatever did happen to that old convertible anyways? Do you think it's still sitting in that garage with the bumper hanging off? I suppose we will find out when we head up to the manor before the gala. Have you given any thought to the menu you'd like to prepare for the gala? Or perhaps you may be more suited towards the cocktail menu. I think I will make something absolutely spectacular for dessert. The pies I made for Anne's field hockey bake sale sold out immediately before Carol Sherman's lemon squares and Annette Lemming's boys and berry scones. Something spectacular will do just fine in mother and father's honor. You may not remember because you were so young, but once mother made an incredible pineapple upside down cake. Father kept telling her over and over, there'll never be anything like this, Myrtle. You're a genius. You're splendid. Hattie, do you know how splendid of a mother you have? It's so lovely that I've been able to find such love and support in my Gregory. You really should let me set you up with someone, Hattie. 
I know you say you enjoy the life of a spinster, but there's no need for you to put on a brave face for me, your big sister. I'm sure there was someone at the law firm that Gregory could find for you. Then you wouldn't have so much time to mope around, wasting that econ degree by sitting around the house all day reading magazines or whatever it is that you do. You could busy yourself with the married life like I have. Do you really believe that our horrible uncle intends to sell Mornington after the gala? It makes me sick to think of it. Can you imagine the home of our few cherished memories with mother and father before their capture? I had wanted to enjoy that home for years to come with my own children maybe even grandchildren someday. I know you're not as sentimental as I am or as moved as I am by the thought of family, for you have no children of your own and could never comprehend the innumerable joys of motherhood that I have been fortunate enough to experience. Even so, with you being the way that you are, I have to imagine this loss being painful for you too. We spent some of our best days there. I remember Mornington as a happy place, perhaps the last place that you and I ever truly got along with each other. It is just despicable of Uncle to think he can sell our home. I think it was very foolish indeed for Mother and Father to have left Mornington in his name. But then again, they were always exceedingly generous with Uncle. At least I always thought so. Allowing him to live in the beautiful manner actually paying him a salary for being our tutor when all he did was grope our governesses and drink their good booze when they went out. I await your response re our menu choices. Please respond promptly as time is of the essence if I am to properly accommodate our guests. Hattie. I'm so sorry to hear that the RSVPs are cluttering your mailbox. It is overwhelming how plentiful my friends are. They're all desperate to visit me at Mornington. I did consider inviting fewer people to the gala, but then we would raise less money for the Children's Foundation, and I cannot bring myself to deprive those poor orphans. I love devoting my time to the Foundation. While you were meant to stay at home and mother Anne, I feel that I was meant to be the mother of hundreds uh, without the unfortunate lumpiness and depression that comes with childbirth. You look great, though. 
even though I was young when mother and father were abducted and I don't retain many specific memories, I do recall the warmth and love. Every time I step into Mornington, I feel it. I'm just as appalled as you are that Julian is selling, though I'm not wasting any time shedding tears over it. I'm too busy with the foundation, my sustainable tech upstart, and planning this damn party. Though your specialty is dessert, I want to wow the crowd with the main course. Mother and father had this great recipe for beef wellington. You know, steak wrapped in mushrooms and a crust. I know there is a cookbook in the East Wing kitchen with the recipe dog-eared, mother's handwriting in the margins making adjustments. She added two tablespoons of a secret ingredient, but I had trouble deciphering her handwriting. Maybe you can take a look? I tried to talk to Julian about it, but his secretary never got back to me. It's only fitting we serve a Vanderkamp specialty in honor of the Vanderkamp wing. It's even more fitting Julian hates Beef Wellington. Maybe he'll choke on it and we can dissolve this sale before it's too late. Give Anne and Gregory my love. If Anne is interested in a taste of real rebellion, the white convertible is still in the garage. I'll see you at Mornington on the 22nd to determine the seating plan. I already received your request to seat your family at a separate table from me. Thanks for being so considerate. Gretchen. Missing man reported in Hillcrest County. The Hillcrest County Sheriff is investigating a missing person. According to the Hillcrest County Sheriff's Office, Julian Vanderkamp, 75, was last seen traveling to his family estate, Mornington Manor, between 9 and 10 a.m. on April the 22nd. Vanderkamp was last seen in his white 2020 Mercedes convertible with gold plates PLM8DY1. Vanderkamp did not return home at the expected hour and was reported missing by his girlfriend. Anyone with information is asked to call the Hillcrest County Sheriff's Office. Gretch, you foolishly left this recipe in my possession after our day's Endeavor to the manor. <laughs> you must be more careful to remember these kind of important family artifacts. Recipe for beef wellington. Two four hundred ounce fillets. Fresh meat preferred. Wild mushrooms. Olive oil. One time sprig, puff pastry, eight slices of parma ham, two egg yolks, sea salt, freshly ground black pepper. One, wrap each piece of meat 
tightly in a triple layer of cling film to set its shape, then chill overnight. I'm sure that you have done this step at least, as I helped you begin this task. Two, quickly sear fillets in pan, then remove from heat. Three, add mushrooms in time to the pan, cook on high heat for 10 minutes. Four, cut pastry in half and chill in the refrigerator. Five, lay four slices of ham in the center of a cling-wrapped surface. Spread the mushroom mixture evenly over this. Six, season the fillets. Then place them on top of the mushroom-covered ham. Using the cling film, roll the parma ham over the beef. Then roll and tie the cling film to get a nice, evenly thick log. Repeat this step with the other fillet. Then chill for at least 30 minutes. Seven, brush the pastry with an egg wash. Remove the cling film from the meat. Then wrap the pastry around each ham-wrapped fillet. Trim the pastry and brush all over with the egg wash. Cover with cling film and chill for at least 30 minutes. Eight, create a red wine sauce with the scum from the pan. Nine, Bake at 400 degrees Fahrenheit for 15 to 20 minutes. Rest for 10 minutes before carving. 10. Serve Wellington sliced with sauce as an accompaniment. Hopefully your culinary skills prove competent enough to accompany my pineapple upside down cake as we agreed to this weekend. Until the 28th, Hattie. Hattie Vanderkamp Bernard, 43, of Hillcrest, passed away on April 28th at Mornington Manor, her family's renowned estate. The result of a tragic accident during a benefit gala being thrown by Mrs. Vanderkamp Bernard and her sister, Gretchen Vanderkamp. Mrs. Vanderkamp Bernard is survived by her husband, Gregory Bernard, and her daughter, Anne Vanderkamp Bernard. Gretchen Vanderkamp, 37, of Hillcrest, passed away on April 28th at Mornington Manor, her family's renowned estate. Her life was tragically ended in a totally unforeseeable accident, which occurred during a benefit gala being thrown by Miss Vanderkamp and her sister, Hattie Vanderkamp Bernard. We hope you have enjoyed Hattie and Gretchen, written and performed by Zoe Rose and Jonna DeMilo. Thanks for listening.
We would like to thank our Atlanta Fringe audio sponsor, Could Be Pretty Cool, a production company whose mission is to inspire community building through the arts. You can binge all of our audio shows at atlantafringe.org slash fringe dash audio or wherever you enjoy your podcasts.